Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Are y'all thankful this morning for your blessings? That they came from God the Father. They didn't come from the world. They came from heaven, from God the Father. And so we're entering into this season, and we've been in a season, really, of thanksgiving. But this week especially uh, is Thanksgiving week. And so may we look at our family as we gather around, or our friends, or, or whoever you are around that you are thankful for. May you actually be ultimately thankful for the blessings of God in your life, for your friends, your families. And ultimately, what comes from above, that's even greater than those things. Because reality is, is those things can pass away. But God doesn't pass away. God gives joy. God gives love. God gives grace. God gives mercy. God gives all kinds of blessings upon blessings. And so may we think about that this this season. So I got a little time of confession here this morning. Um, y'all know me, I like to, to be transparent with you. But I got to ask this question How many of you have already started listening to Christmas music? Okay, yeah, I'm not alone, okay? Confession I have been listening to Christmas music for a good two weeks. My kids love Christmas music. And if I can get my kids excited about singing about Christ, I'm going to do it. And I'm thankful for Jesus Christ, and so I'm thankful for Christmas as well. And so I will be uh, listening to Christmas music all week long, and I'm okay with that. Um, and so if y'all, if y'all don't, that's okay as well. Um, but this, this morning, uh, may we think about our blessings that come from God the Father. Today we will wrap up the series, The Blessed Life. Blessed, we, we tend to throw around that word in the church uh, a lot, but even in society we talk about blessed. Um, you know, a quick look at your Facebook feed, your Twitter handle, or, or look at the uh, you know, Instagram and, and different places, you will see people are all the time saying, hashtag blessed, okay? Um, for those who don't have any of those things, these youngins tend to post that at the end, and you see a pound sign, they see a hashtag, okay? And a hashtag means that they can search, hit that, and see all different kinds of uh, posts that have blessed life. And so social media will say, and they'll be boasting about all different kinds of things, and they'll do hashtag blessed. But really what they're doing is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this and I'm just trying to be a little humble. And so I'll add, I'm blessed. And so college scholarship, hashtag blessed. Unexpected raise at work, hashtag blessed. Wonderful family sitting by the beach, you know, and getting that, you know, the waves in the, the perfect angle, you know, hashtag blessed. Or, you know, Mickey and his wife posting their, their uh, Sunday selfies, hashtag blessed. You know, we have all different ways of expressing, uh, expressing ourselves through uh, blessing and and you know ultimately blessing comes from God you know ultimately blessings come from God and all those things I listed 
uh, is blessings from God. And so today, we will be ultimately looking to God and through His Word of what blessing looks like. And, and ultimately, God wants to bless each and every one of you. It's not that God doesn't want to bless one person here and bless the other. God wants to bless each and every one of you. And so we'll start at the beginning of the story, the beginning of time, Genesis 1. Genesis 1, I'm going to be in multiple places this, this morning, and so y'all just follow along as best y'all can. But Genesis 1, we've started at that from the beginning of this story, and we've maintained to, to look at the narrative all throughout Scripture and looking and stopping at different points and looking at blessings. Uh, if you've been uh, attending our Wednesday uh, gatherings, we've been doing that as well. This past week, we looked at temple and how temple uh, was a part of from the very beginning to the very end. And we've looked at generosity, how it was at the very beginning all the way to the very end. And so this morning, I want to look at blessing, how it was there at the very beginning and how it will be even at the very end. And so we'll be in Genesis 1, uh, 28. Genesis 1, 28 says, God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. And fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air uh, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God blessed them. In the garden before the fall, it was God's original blessing. And us as Christians, we don't always get that. We tend to focus on one other thing and that is original sin. But before we can look at original sin, we have to look at what God originally designed was blessing over his creation and blessing over his children. And so God wanted to bless you even in the garden. He blessed Adam and Eve. That was the original. It was originally blessing. But yet we tend to focus on original sin. When we tend to focus on creation and a lot of things, we tend to say, well, the fall of man. But that wasn't the beginning. The beginning was that God blessed his people. And God saw creation and saw that it was good. Now, do I believe in original sin? You better believe it. I have children. Okay? Children. Yes, they, they, <laughs> they, don't, they, they just are raised up and they you know, constantly are mine mine right so yes we have a, we're prone to sin we are born with a certain sin nature once we reach a, an age of accountability where we are prone to a bent towards sin now do i believe in total depravity no but i believe that there is a bent towards sin right that we are prone towards sin and so but we have to look even further back in original sin to see that God ultimately desired to bless his creatures, his children. And he did that with Adam and Eve. And of course, they fall, their, their fall impacted each and every one of us. That because of their sin, we are born with a certain sin nature. We are born with a bent towards sin. But God desires blessing upon blessing for you. You skip on ahead to Genesis 12, 1 through 3. 
It says this, Then Adonai said to Abram, Go, um, get going out from your land and from your relatives and from your father's house and from the land that I will show you. My desire is that you, uh, to make you into a great nation and to bless you and to make your name great so that you may be a blessing. My desire is to bless those who bless you. But whoever curses you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. All the families of the earth will be blessed. God wants to bless his children. And when he blesses his children, he blesses the rest of the world through them. Even today, God wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing. So the title of this message is, Be Blessed So That You Can Be a Blessing. If you walk away from anything today, that you are blessed to be a blessing. God, is the, His desire is to bless each and every one of you. If we turn to Him, He will bless us so that in turn we can be a blessing. See, we serve a God of abundance, not a God of scarcity. He is uh, more than willing and able to bless you beyond whatever you have the ability to ask or even imagine. And He wants to do that today, not tomorrow, not yesterday, but He wants to do that today and even for the rest of your life. If we turn to Him, He will bless us. Deuteronomy 28 Verse 2, it says, all these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. God blessed Adam and Eve in the garden. Because of the, family, because of the fall of man, we have a bent towards sin. And God is calling out to each one of us to turn to him. And he calls us to walk in loyalty and a walk in obedience to him. And He will bless our lives. When we say no to our selfish lives, our selfish behaviors, and we turn to Him, He will rain down blessings upon blessings. God doesn't bless us to raise our standard of living. Now, many of you might have heard that in some of my messages. That I, that, and if you heard that, you're hearing wrong. That I never communicated that if you do this or this or this, then God's going to bless and raise your standard of living. God does not intend to bless you to raise your standard of living. But I do believe that God blesses us to raise our standard of giving. Because if we, re, we, we uh, get uh, grace, guess what? We're to give grace. We receive joy. We're to give joy. We receive blessing from, uh, you know, even financial blessing. Guess what? It's not to raise our standard of living so that we can get the, the certain, you know, jewels of the world and, and all the glittery things of the world. No, it's so that we can be a blessing to other people. And I've seen that in and through my life especially. But I saw it last Sunday as well. Last Sunday was one of the lowest attended services that we have had here at Dan River Westland since I've been your pastor. But yet we were able to bless missionaries that are doing some great things and they are doing they're doing some great things. And we were low because we have a lot of sickness going around. 
Like we really do. It's affecting a lot of people. But we were able to bless Phil and Becky Davis. And it was a joy to have them here. And I've heard multiple uh, responses from you that y'all have enjoyed it. So uh, on Monday, I get a text. Hey, uh, and this is my brother-in-law. He said, guess what? We, we did it. I'm like, what'd you do? He said, we hit 457 people in worship this Sunday morning. Uh, when he got there seven years ago, they were running about 120 people. And now they have uh, had two services and uh, New Covenant Westland Church. They have hit 457 people. They had a growth barrier that for the past year they could not get over 450. And they hit 457 people. And I said, man, you know the faithfulness of God that we have talked about? And we have talked about our, our um, you know, Pastor uh, Daywalt, who was um, Hannah's uh, grandfather, he used to teach us about uh, when God's favor was upon his church, there was a, a movement of prayer inside the church, that people were seeking the face of God in prayer. But then they were always actively giving to missions. And he saw God's favor rest on them. And we have talked about me and Josh and Hannah have talked about, man, we, we got to focus on that. And we, we have chose to do that. And Josh has done that. And so he, he was uh, boasting on that. And I was celebrating with him. I said, but God, Josh, let me, let me tell you how much that encourages me. Because Josh, I'm also celebrating $457. Because that is exactly what we gave to Phil and Becky Davis. Was a blessing financially of $457. But then we also have people partnering with them on a month-to-month basis. So yes, we're giving them even more than that. But God used that. It's not just by chance that those two numbers were the same, 457 in attendance for him and then 457 uh, for the amount that we gave. God reminded me, if we are faithful to do what he asks, And to seek his face. He will hear from heaven. And he will heal our land. And he will bless us. And I believe that. I've seen that. See, um, let's keep on going. In Numbers uh, Numbers 6, uh, 24 through 26. You see, this is a blessing that God said to Moses. He said, Moses, I want you to tell Aaron to uh, say this. Speak this blessing on the people of Israel. And of course he did, and it says this, May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. This is what's known as the, the priestly blessing that was given to the Israelites. And they were to go and to be a blessing uh, to each other. As well as God, you know, responded to them and to and blessed them and kept them safe. And he shined upon them. He revealed himself to them and he was gracious to them. It was a reminder that he is the one that gives ultimate peace. And the reality is, is that God is still doing the exact same thing today 
as he was. Because God, you know, we, through his word it says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. A lot of times people think, well, this is, he was the God of the Old Testament. But we now have the God of the New Testament. I'm telling you that God is the same in the Old Testament as he is in the New Testament. He is the same. He wants to bless his people like he did in the Old Testament just as much as he does now in the New Testament and in, in our, our uh, time as well. And God wants to rain down blessings upon blessings. He wants to bless you so that you can go and be a blessing. So to illustrate this, I got this. This old trusted, this old trusted umbrella. Anybody love umbrellas, especially whenever it's raining? Do you know that one, man, let me tell you this. I read this the other day. In London, at one point, 250 years ago, it was foolish for men to carry around umbrellas. Like, real men got wet. That's what they, would, that was what they were saying. Like, real men are stupid then. Like, seriously? Like, <laughs> I'm glad we had umbrellas last night. Right? But really... God's blessing is much like this umbrella. And I know I'm freaking some of y'all out right now. Because I'm about to open this. I'm going to open this inside. And guess what? I'm not superstitious. I don't believe in luck. I've walked under ladders. I've broken mirrors. But guess what? I believe in God's blessing. And so I'm going to open this. Because I want to show you this. That God's blessing is much like this. This umbrella. God's blessing is much like this umbrella. Because whenever life happens, it protects us. But life happens. Now, does that mean that we're, we're going to go through, um, not go through suffering? No. Does that mean that we're not going to experience pain? No. Does this umbrella ultimately get, keep me from getting completely wet? Mostly, exactly, mostly. But sometimes whenever you're going out in the water that we experienced yesterday, guess what? My feet got a little wet because there was mud puddles. So it doesn't completely get me out of life and the suffering of life. But guess what? It keeps me protected from the elements of life. We might go through times of suffering. We might go through times of pain. But guess what? It would be much worse if I was without the blessing of God. When we're without the blessing of God over our lives, Satan is open, free for rain to do all kinds of things. And we are vulnerable. But when we are under the umbrella of God's blessing, God is there to keep and protect us to watch over us and to let his face shine upon us. You know, no, it doesn't guarantee that we're not going to experience things in our life of sickness and, and failure and, and frustration and suffering, but the blessing of the Lord provides a covering, a protective barrier, an extra layer, layer that protects us against the elements of the world. And see, the thing is, is that God, through the Lord Jesus Christ, postured himself to bless us. He postured himself to be a blessing like this umbrella. 
And it's our response. We need to position ourselves so that we can be blessed. And so this morning, what do you do? Stay under the umbrella. Because whenever you do, and you get out from under the umbrella, all kinds of things can happen. Does it keep you from getting completely wet? No, you might get some wet. You might get a little uh, windy uh, conditions, right, in your life. But I would rather that and be under the blessing of God than be out and being a coward like those in London that says, real men get wet. Seriously. So that's God's blessing. I'm going to keep that open for a minute. In Christ, in Christ, we are blessed to be a blessing. In 1 Peter 2, 9, says this, You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special uh, possession, that you may declare the praise of Him who called you out of darkness into wonderful light. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. So God in the Old Testament he would rain down blessings to the priest, and the priest were to give blessings to the people. Right? Priests had a dirty job. They were the ones that had to sacrifice for sins. They were the ones that had to go into the Holy of Holies, right? And they were, that was where God rested, right? according to the Old Testament. Like, that's where he was in the temple, was in the Holy of Holies. And they would go and they would have you know, something tied to their ankle so that if they died in the Holy of Holies, nobody would uh, have to go in there after them. They'd drag them out. Like, priests had a certain job, right, to be with God, but then go and to declare blessings on the people. Well, guess what? God, through Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is our high priest now, uh, according to the order of Melchizedek. And so God gives Jesus, right, who is our high priest, blessing, and he covers us so that we because we are now a royal priesthood, we are adopted into his family, we can go and be a blessing on other people. And so you may be a teacher, but you're also a priest. You may be a construction worker, but you're also a priest. You may be a fireman, but you're also a priest. You may be a parent or a grandparent, but you are also the priest of your home. You are to give blessing to your kids, your grandkids, your friends, all those into the world. The job of the priest was to declare blessing to others and to bless them. While Jesus was on this earth, he sent out his disciples. In Matthew 10, verse 12, he says, When you enter a house, give it your blessing. Give it your blessing." And if they receive it, then go and eat with them and then with you, right? Like receive their blessing, receive their peace, and then they receive yours and vice versa. But if they don't, then wipe the dust off and go to the next town. We are to be a blessing. And in our day and age, <laughs> we tend to, uh, we tend to come at people and say, are you worthy of a blessing? And we look at them and we're like, no, you're not worthy of my peace. 
you're not worthy of a blessing. But what I love about Jesus is that he leads with blessing first. He says, when you go to a house, extend that blessing first. How they deal with that is up to them, right? And that's the same way that we are to be with with people we encounter in our day-to-day. We are to extend blessing to them, extend peace to them. We're to go out and bless people. But we also need to be prepared that not everyone is going to receive it. And that's okay. As we go, may we carry the blessing of God with us. When we go through hardship, may we carry the blessing of God with us. When we go through valleys, may we be under the blessing of God, under the umbrella. When we're on top of the mountain and we're rejoicing, may we not forget and forsake the umbrella of God's blessing just because we're on top of the mountain and things are going good. May we still remember that blessings come from God and God alone. May we always walk around with the blessing of God on our life. So open your umbrellas. May you be blessed. The original blessing is that God blessed you. And he said to be fruitful and multiply. Jesus, he says this in Luke 24, verse 50, he says, And Jesus led them to to Bethany and lifted his hands to the heaven and he blessed his disciples. And then ultimately, we'll have one day the most ultimate earthly blessing that we will ever receive, and that is in glory. When in Revelation 22, verse 14, it says this, Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be prepared to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. In the end, God will give us the ultimate blessing to be with Him and us with Him. And we will be able to eat from the tree of life in the new Jerusalem, in the new heaven, and the new earth. And it's going to be beautiful. But may we not forsake the blessing. May we not forget where the blessing of God comes from. Amen. And so today, I want to just challenge you. Are you under God's blessing today? Or are you pretending that you can function on your own? So with every eye bow, heads bowed, and every eye closed, rather, um, just throw up your hand if you just need me to lift you up to the Lord so that you can receive God's blessing on your life. Amen. Anyone else? God sees you. God knows exactly what you're going through. And God wants to bless you. I encourage you to stay under the umbrella of God's blessing. God, we lift these souls up to you, God. You know exactly what's going on in their life. And God, I pray for them. I ask that you would deal with them right now, God. That you would remind them that they they have you. They want you. And God, that if they ask, you will be there with them. If, if they knock, you will come and dine with them. 
And God, I pray that you would remind them of who they are in you. And God, that they would have you as their Savior and their Lord. And that they would be under the umbrella of your blessing. God, may they always turn to you. God, I pray that you would fill them with the Holy Spirit. And God, that they would be your priests and your people and your children. And God, that they may they be a blessing to other people. This is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So my benediction to you this morning is this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord turn His face towards you and give you peace. Go in peace. Amen.